0: So at this point in the semester, our conversations with each other often follow a particular pattern. It goes something like this. I hope that this will be the essay on the final exam, but I fear that that will be the essay on the final exam. I hope that this person in my group project who has done nothing all semester will finally get their stuff done, but I fear that they will not. I hope that between now and Tuesday at midnight, I come up with some idea for this paper that is due, but I fear I will not. Hope, fear. And this doesn't only pertain to academics, it pertains to a lot of areas of life. I hope that this person that I ask out will say yes, but I fear that person will say no. I hope that I will be accepted to graduate school, but I fear that I will be rejected. I hope that my parents will reconcile, but I fear that they will divorce. Hope, fear. And this pattern of hope and fear isn't a very healthy one because it gets us on this emotional roller coaster. When things are going well, it's like woo, and then when things go bad, ah, and then things go well again, woo. Things go bad, Aww. You wake up in the morning, it's going to be a great day. You drop your coffee on the pavement, ah. <laughs> and it put, makes us very vulnerable to whatever else is happening. It takes our internal state of peace and sets it up on the external realities of day-to-day life. And that's not actually how God wants us to live. There's a great line from a Christmas carol that, that kind of sets this up. A little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleeps, the silent hours go by. Yet in the dark street shineth an everlasting light, the hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Now, in our study of the book of Revelation, we learned that Jesus gave this book to these seven little churches and from them to the rest of the church because they were people who were deep in fear and they needed hope. Jesus gave the book of Revelation to people to say, stop living this roller coaster life because your hope is not based on the external circumstances. Jesus lays out for them how their hope is based on what he has done, is doing, and will do. And as we have said, the theme of the book of Revelation. In case your parents ask you over break, the theme of the book of Revelation is Jesus is Lord, he has won, he is winning, and he will win. And so as we've seen in the book, any time evil, any time fear, any time death or sin or hell raises a threat, who wins? It's church, so the answer has to be yes. Yes. So, fear, every time it gets up, hope wins. Hope wins every time. And this is one of the very few times you will hear me getting excited about the fact that hope wins. (laughs) Hope wins. Hope wins. Hope crushes fear. We hope not because of our external circumstance, not because our coffee happened to make it safely all the way from one location to the other, not because the essay question turned out to be exactly the one we studied the most. Our hope is based in the deep truth of what Jesus has done, is doing, and what he will do. That's where our hope is found. That's our hope. So, for Christians, our language isn't, I hope, but I fear. Our language is, I hope because God. I hope that my parents will reconcile because I know God loves my parents and wants them to flourish. I hope that I get into graduate school because I know God wants the best for me and I think that's it. But even better than that, as Christians, we get to add one more little slot over here before the I hope because God and that's even though. And this is really important. Even though my parents may not reconcile, I will still hope in God because He has called me into His family. Even if I don't get into graduate school, I will still hope in God because I know He has my best interests at heart. Even though this week will be stressful and I may be confronted with things I have not prepared myself for, I will still trust in God. Because God loves me regardless of my GPA. <laughs> Even though I hope because God. Even though I stand at the grave of a friend, I will hope in God because Jesus Christ has conquered death. Even though I find myself struggling with the same sin over and over and over again, I will hope in God because I know that He has conquered sin on my behalf. Even though I will hope because God. That's the language of Christian faith. That's the language of resilience. That's the language of endurance. And as we have seen in the book of Revelation again and again and again, the call of Jesus to his people is for endurance, for patience, for long-suffering, for hope. Without hope, we have nothing. With hope, we have no fear. Hope is the gift of this season. Hope is what we have in this season of Advent. We hope and long and can't wait for the day of the Lord's return. And in the prayer group before the service, one of the students said, I always pray for the Lord to return right before exams. And I said, I, I, I tried that. I prayed a lot. It didn't work for me. It could still work for you. There is still time. But we get that longing, right, to have the burden that is ahead of us just taken away. When you can feel the longing to have exams like suddenly taken away, you should feel that kind of longing for sin and death and hell to just be taken away. Can you live into that feeling? Can you feel what that would be like? That's what Jesus came for. That this thing that hangs over you day after day, week after week, how will I get through this? How will I do this? Jesus steps in and says, I'll just take that away for you. That's what Jesus does. So even though we got stuff, we will hope because God, God loves you. God knows your name. God knows your pain. And God will come again. Jesus is Lord. He has won. He is winning. He will win. And tonight, we're going to ask you to write that down. And you won't have to share this with anybody. No one else will be able to read it. in just a minute after I pray, you'll be dismissed. And there are stations, there are six stations When you see boxes and baskets around you. You'll find little slips of paper, a pen, and an ornament. On one side of the slip of paper, write down either, I hope something deep for you because God. And it may be even though I will hope, because God. And then on the other side of the paper, we invite you to write something that's for something beyond you. For the Calvin College campus, the city of Grand Rapids, the state of Michigan, the United States of America, your home country, someone else. So right before I came tonight, I heard that there was a church that was having a big celebration in southern Nigeria. They were installing a new elder, a new bishop, and the roof collapsed and they don't yet know how many people are dead, but it's at least 200. Even though, I will hope because of God. How do we pray that tonight for the people of Nigeria? How do we pray for night for the people of Syria? How do you pray for night tonight for whoever it is God puts on your heart? So on one side, your deep hope on the other side, a deep hope for our world. And then um, you're going to roll it up nice and tight, like a little scroll, and then the top of the ornament comes off, and you're going to put it in there and then put the top of the ornament back on. And some of them will have hooks and some of them won't. And if you don't have a hook, um, students send it, it will be at the doors when we leave, and they can give you a hook to hang it on the tree. So when you've got your ornament together, Um, I'll give you more instructions, but when your ornament is together, uh, you can put your hats and coats on, and then I'll come up here, and we'll uh, give instructions for the next step. And somebody always drops one of these, and sometimes they break. Don't worry about it. Just get another one. So um, let me pray for us, and then you can go get your ornaments.